Welcome to the Media Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. It's been a really fun week, Kenton. <laughs> what uh, a week. I know I start every podcast that way, but it has been an interesting week, not only in our own personal lives when it comes to uh, being instructors in our program, but also in the world of media, uh, which kind of was turned on its head on uh, Tuesday night with the presidential debate, the first presidential debate. Yeah, what a week it's been. And then... Uh... Everybody has COVID today <laughs> That's in, right. the, in the campaign, except not Biden and not Pence. Okay. Apparently. But what about uh, Harris? everybody else. Harris is okay, right? Kamala Harris? I, well, yeah, but I mean, the folks are getting tested so fast. Who the heck, <laughs> who knows what the, I mean, anybody who was in that debate hall probably wants to get checked. I For would sure. Anyone who was on the airplane. With Trump and his cronies should probably get checked <laughs> cronies. at the closest crony testing That's right. facility. I mean, there's who knows? And in fact, I, before we talk about it, I will check the news one more time to just make sure there isn't some weird left turn here. Yeah. So and what we're talking about, of course, we're recording this on Friday, uh, mo- Friday afternoon. And this morning it broke. Was it this morning or last night? It was late last night. OK, yeah. so uh, that Donald Trump does, in fact, have COVID-19. He was diagnosed uh, with it, him and Melania both um, are have COVID, and it's just sparking all kinds of discussion about the rest of the campaign, what's going to happen if he dies, all oh kinds of stuff. Um, and it's, stop, it, we'll stop get, teasing we'll get me. It. Stop teasing me with that possibility. We'll get into it in a second, but first, I have some nerd news to talk about. Nerd news. So first on the nerd news uh, docket is the Borat trailer. Now, I Borat sequel, rather. Um, and I have not seen this yet, so I'm going into this cold. You have seen it. I've seen it twice, uh, as a matter but of this, fact. This dropped yesterday, October 1st. And uh, let's let's play it. Can you see it okay on your end? I, it's perfect. Okay. Let's, see, let's play it, and then we'll react to it. Fourteen years ago, I released a movie film which brought great shame to Kazakhstan. But now I was instructed to return to Yankee land to carry out secret mission. I go to America! Borat! What do you say? No, it's not me. Borat, come back! People may recognize my face. I would need disguises. This man is a sex criminal? No, no sex criminal. I will take this to be a fat like American man. Yeah? This is a good one. <laughs> Where is his crumb? What is problem, officer? Got somebody that's strapped to the top of your car. You need to sit in that passenger seat, boss. Only men and bears are allowed inside car. I'm here to give my daughter as a gift to someone close to the throne. I need dress with real sexy peels. Uh, this is a bag that just goes mm, over the dress. Very nice. I really like this. Let us present Sandra Jessica Parker Drummond. I want this one with the baby on it. <gasps> I have a baby inside me. Can you take it out? No, we cannot. That's not what we do here. I feel bad because I was the one who put the baby in her. Did you ever put one in your daughter? No, I did not. Where is everybody? They're wanting everybody to quarantine so they don't spread this virus. Could I stay in your home? I hope quarantine mm-hmm. never ends. 
what is more dangerous, this uh, virus or the Democrat? Democrats. 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 Killing some of the virus. No, you can't see the virus. No, it's still there. If you think you see a virus go like that. This makes the virus sleepy. And then when it's sleeping, your daddy has a lot to learn. My daddy is the smartest person in the whole flat world. <laughs> while the risk of coronavirus remains low, as the president said yesterday, we're ready for anything. Michael Penis, I brought the girl for you. Borat subsequent movie film. You fist me. <laughs> right. uh, now I fist you? All right, there you what go. do you prefer? You fist me or I fist you? Same time. Fist each other. There, right? you, yeah, go. there you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Brought to you by Amazon Prime. Um, and very funny. Now, how can he still do this stuff is my question. He is getting more creative with the, with the, uh, the costumes, right? Um, oh, yeah. He's got to disguise himself because everyone knows who Borat is at this point. But I guess it looks like he did find some people that didn't know who he was. Or what do you think happened there? Yeah, there's that. By the way, I can see myself in your screen sharing oh. that you're doing. Ooh. And it's seeing my seeing my bald head that big is not to my liking. But uh, they, uh, it's a I, little I inception. I, I think I like what they did in that trailer, which is the concept of uh, Borat has has ruined the reputation of Kazakhstan, and so he's pretending that he's notorious for the something else, and therefore must wear a disguise. Yeah. So I kind of it's funny. It's a it's a character within a character, and uh, and I think it's. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm along, and we got we got Mike Pence in there. Yep. Although if Mike Pence dies of coronavirus, then this I don't know what happens with this film. If that's <laughs> well, or, it's it's only it's only a couple weeks away, so we we might you know we might, might need to the rush this out. <laughs> right? No, I just I find it really interesting that he's still able to do this kind of stuff. Um, and and I, I mean, I assume that it's all. I don't know if we should assume that it's all real candid footage or if some of it is set up. Some of it should has to be set up, right? Is that I don't well, even know how to. they really make these. Some of these again, I don't know. It has to. Well, you have to because the the whole concept is you've got a framework of a story that you're telling, where you make room for crazy improv and people to get mad at you and chase you around and whatever, put yourself in bad situations to the delight of the audience. So some of that, like when when he quarantines with those guys, it looks a little like really is there a human being on planet Earth who doesn't know Borat at this point? Right. Yeah. Like I, I like I'd be surprised if anyone under. 80 <laughs> like I'd, I'd, i mean i don't know how old you'd have to be you'd have to be up there well that that was that. the one aspect of this that did ring a bit false is that that right. does seem like it's set up um that first of all that they would let some complete stranger come and stay with him during quarantine which is crazy uh it's crazy that they filmed this into the quarantine so coronavirus is a part of the part of the story right and they went to what appears to be the republican national convention um and it, it, I mean, it, it's, it looks like it's going to be hilarious. I, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I just kind of like Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, I, I mean, he, it's not like he's a bad actor. He's been good and stuff, right? He's done some. Oh yeah. He's done some good roles, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So but serious still, roles. Yeah. No, yeah. but he still kind of comes back to this what he does best, which is just making an ass of himself in public and uh, and risking his life. He's so good at it. He's very good at it. He is. What was the series? There was another series he just did last year, was it, where he did a lot of this stuff as well? I don't remember. Uh, Yeah, there was. um, Showtime or something like that. America. What was it again? 
I don't remember, but it was, oh it my was good. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, yeah. but it was, again, very him getting very, very creative with the costumes because he doesn't want people to recognize him. Right? So, anyway. So it sounds fun. We'll talk about it in a few weeks when it comes out, I guess. And I think makeup, the makeup has gotten so good that he can get away with it easier. Yeah. And yeah. I think we're also used to seeing people with heavy plastic surgery in the world now. And so, <laughs> and so nobody questions his because he looks like he almost looks like the Duracell battery people from that campaign. Yes. It oh, look, I love that. Yeah. But it or the Primus video. Remember the Primus video that did the same thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, when it was Big Brown Beaver. I love yes. that song. Um, yeah, that was a, yes. that was a huge hit. Yeah, those those plastic looking guys. Yeah, they, yeah he yeah. does look a little bit like that. And the gag about him he putting a baby into his daughter. You couldn't see it, of course, but he, his daughter eats a, a plastic baby. That's what that's what's inside her that they're talking about. Right. From a yeah. cupcake. So that's the <laughs> So yeah, we'll see uh see how it is. Uh hopefully it's good. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure it will it. be. I mean, and it's free on Amazon Prime if you Yeah, I can't complain. I no, can't complain about who's that. Complaining? So, all right, next up in the nerd news, apparently Jamie Foxx is in talks, uh, hey, that rhymes, um, to reprise his role as Electro in the new upcoming Spider-Man film, the Tom Holland Spider-Man film. Of course, he played that role in the second and final Andrew Garfield Spider-Man film, uh, which was not good. Uh, you know, say what you want about that franchise. The first one, I didn't mind so much. The first Andrew Garfield movie, I felt like, other than it being too soon, right? We had just gotten over the Toby, um, what's his name? Toby. I was going to say Keith. Uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, we just got over the Tobey Maguire movies, and then they all of a sudden give us another Spider-Man and tell the whole story again. That was a little bit much. But it was okay as on its own, that first one. But the second one was awful. The second one was them trying to cram too much into the movie they had. Electro, they had the Rhino. They had, who else was it? Oh, yeah, Green uh, Hobgoblin or whatever the hell that guy was supposed to be. It was not great. I don't even remember it. It was so bad. Like I, I have to struggle to remember it. It's. So I have bad. noticed a trend of uh, network Canadian network television showing these movies. I guess when they have nothing else to play, like right. during, for example, during the debate, uh, I made a joke on Twitter that nobody responded to. Uh, that I could either watch the debate, watch the presidential debate, or I could watch Dunkirk with commercials. Oh, <laughs> the Global was showing Dunkirk, the film Dunkirk, and I'm like, "Well, it's a great movie. Hey, I love that movie, but that's a weird thing to be showing on a Tuesday night." <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. And they're just like, "It's because they can't get the debate. They're not going to be airing the debate. They know everybody else is going to be watching the debate, so they have to fill their time with something." And they've been doing the CTV has been doing similar things with with all these Marvel movies, and they've run the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies recently. Like in the last couple of months, they've had those movies on. And I'm like, like, who wants to watch these movies anymore? I don't know why we would ever want to revisit those. Well, probably Dunkirk with commercials went by faster than the 90-minute debate, I'm guessing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's probably, that, that, was probably the, that was probably the better choice as it turned out. But yeah, but uh, you're right. It's, it's uh, I mean, for, well, I saw my friend texted me this and I went, what? And then he texted it to me again. It was one of those situations where you're like, no, I wasn't saying what did you send me. I'm saying what the hell is happening now that <laughs> now that Jamie Foxx is back. And uh, I responded with that's how to ruin a franchise. Like, why? Why do we want to be reminded of a lesser franchise? It's ridiculous. It's pointless. No. Why don't we bring back the dancing goth Spider-Man from, from Spider-Man 3 with <laughs> Tobey Maguire? Like, like, we don't want to be reminded of that. Let's push this forward. And by the way, we're on a winning kick with Spider-Man. So, like, we don't need 
please stop reminding us of the, those of those two the failure. Those two, yeah, the two Tom Holland movies are excellent. And uh, and by the way, Jamie Foxx is also Spawn. Like he is going to be Spawn. Is he? In the yeah, coming up, he's got. They're working on a Spawn movie, so he's got a lot on his plate. He was in that. Did you watch that movie with him on Netflix about the superhero pill? That they did, um, I don't remember what it was called, Power, something about Powers. No. And it starred, uh, uh, it was Jamie Foxx and, um, oh shoot, uh, Gordon Joseph Levitt. That's his name, right? Gordon jo- Joseph Levitt? Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, Joseph yeah, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost. That is his anyway, name, but just it's the, the order. Yeah, those yeah. two guys were in it, and the premise was that they have these superhero pills. Like, you take a pill, and it gives you superpowers for like five minutes. Oh. That's the premise <laughs> All right. And it was it was an interesting idea, but not executed very well, in my opinion. Well, let me um, guess. So, how many times what? did they go to pop the pill, but they dropped it down a grate yeah. or something? Like a hundred well, times? The interesting part about it is that you get the same powers every time. So whatever your superhero power is that it unlocks, that you get that every time you take the pill. So, But you don't know until you take it for the first time what your, what your power is going to be. So it's kind of a, a neat idea of exploring powers, but again, it was not executed well. So I mean, I don't know. I, I'm yeah. I don't think we need we need this. Plus, I don't think Electro is the best villain anyway that we could explore in a Spider-Man movie. I don't think there's other ones. They were teasing. What was the Donald Glover guy? They were teasing Donald Glover to be somebody in that first movie, as far as a villain goes. And I don't know that they ever got uh, back to it. Oh yeah. He, yeah. was, he was supposed to be somebody. I don't remember who. Boy, that rings but, a bell. I just don't but remember. I, like, I would rather see Donald Glover in this role of some kind of villain yeah. you know, in a Spider-Man movie than Jamie Foxx at this point. Yeah, give me a break. I thought there's only one way you could make that news worse, and that's to say Jamie Foxx is going to be the next Spider-Man, and he's playing Ray Charles. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> that's right. He's breaking Nominated back. Nominated for an Oscar. He's, he's bringing him back, but he could only wedge him into the Spider-Man film. <laughs> But but, but uh, I thought that's the only way it could be worse because that I mean and also I sh- we have to uh, give a special shout out as to some of the worst character design in a Spider-Man movie is that Electro just awful yeah the Electro and the Rhino uh, yeah, oh, later on we see terrible. the Rhino in his big weird it was yeah. Michael Giamatti like it's like yeah. or Paul G- Paul Giamatti I'm getting all the names yeah. wrong today Paul Giamatti and it, like again very very good actor he's been amazing in other films but in that one he's just like this raging lunatic that really has nothing to say again no point in him being in the movie they should have gone for a parody with the rhino because he's such a ridiculous like in the, in the cartoon he's building a solid gold statue of himself which yeah. is hilarious that's funny yeah and also he's like spider-man yeah, like, he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's like and i thought i thought they should have done that they should have just embraced the badness of the rhino and just made spider-man kind of go like well, this is new. Like, what the hell is this <laughs> sort of thing? It could have been really funny. I thought that, like, yeah. especially if you have three villains, one of them, hey, one of them can be funny. One of them. I don't could think. Not you, I don't think threat. you need villain. The thing is, that's the problem with these superhero films is they cram too many yeah, villains in, do. and you just. I don't. I don't know why they continue to do it. It's only good if you have one main villain yeah. in these movies, right? And then, and that's it. But they they just continue. I don't know if that means that Electro is going to be the only. Um, Villain? I don't doesn't know if it says here what else is going on for that. Um, well, everybody, yeah, every, Marissa Tomei, Zendaya, they're all coming back. Like everybody who's been in this film so far will be back. Um, I don't know. I hope it's good. I really this, like they're 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 two for two with these new movies with Tom Holland, so they need to kind of keep that going. Hopefully, yeah. I, hey, I hope it's good. I want as usual when he, they announce a movie, you're like, I want to like this. 
But then all the, as all the little details start coming out, you start kind of going, oh, God. You start sort of seeing, like, some of these movies, you can tell in pre-production that they're making bad decisions. And mm-hmm. this, <laughs> this, and whether this is a, a reboot to rescue the character, which could work, or just more of the same of, of what we didn't want <laughs> the first time, I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, like, may, oh, maybe they can save it. I hope so. I hope so too. Is this the last one they're making, by the way? The last... I hope so. I ho- again, I hope so because again, too much of a good thing, right? Now I don't yeah. know how these. It's a weird deal, the Spider-Man deal they have with Marvel right now. So you know the uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, although that's kind of on hold right now. Like it's all on hold because we haven't had a new movie out all year, and they're waiting. I don't know if they're going to wait till the whole COVID thing passes completely before they're going to release Black Widow. Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, but um, that everything's on hold until Black Widow gets released, and then they can continue on with what they're going to produce. So I don't know. I I would really like to see this be the end, and then I would like to see them take a break from Spider-Man for a while. I don't think we need to have Spider-Man movies. It's a stupid contract that they have. That at one point, that's why they did the Andrew Garfield ones was because they had to make certain movies within a certain number of years to keep the rights to it. Right. And if that's the case still, then they should, I don't know, just give it back to Marvel. <laughs> well, no, like, I think no. this is Marvel, right? Didn't they? No, it's still Sony. It's still Sony. They didn't uh, Sony... come to the agreement? No, well, they do, but again, Sony still owns the character, which is why Sony produces Into the Spider-Verse and that kind of stuff. Right, it's all right. Sony. And I mean, that's good. And if you're going to give us more of that Spider-Man, then I'm all for it. But as far as this live action stuff goes, I think, you know, I'm a bit, I'm a bit Spider-Man out at this point. Yeah, I know. I think we all are. Like the the good, the school trip is the Batman pearls of Spider-Man. The school trip. <laughs> How many times have they gone on that school trip? Right, right. And but and in the Andrew Garfield one, that's the worst of the school trips. I'd suggest to you. Yes, is the yeah, Andrew. I agree. It's just what is the, the even that talk about bad production design, but also his knapsack and his big hair. How are you going to get that big hair underneath the spider? Yeah, Owl. that's why I like the uh, the Into the Spider-Verse, because it wasn't even a school trip. He was just in the sewer right. where spiders are, and he gets bit, and that's it. There was nothing else about that that uh, gives him those powers. So, yeah. But he's not he's not Peter Parker either. It'd be like rebooting anyway. Gilligan a hundred <laughs> times, and you always have to make sure it's a three-hour tour. Like, like that matters. Yes, who, exactly. <laughs> who cares? If they get stranded, it's a reboot. You don't need the whole thing. You don't need it to unfold the same way every single time. Exactly. They better not go back in time and reboot it in this Spider-Man. Because <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. I, I want to make sure. You graduated last in I, your class, not I, first in your I, class. I, I want to make Mr. sure. Mr. President, can you let him finish, sir? No, he doesn't know how to do that. He has, You'd you know, surprised. You, you pick You'd be surprised. the go wrong ahead, guy, oh, the wrong night at the wrong time. Listen. This week, we did uh, watch the uh, first presidential debate in the U.S. Uh, election. Of course, we don't get too political here, although I think you kind of know where our political leanings are based on what we've oh, talked course, about. Yeah. And certain, certainly, we know where Kenton. Kenton has not visited the United States <laughs> since 2016, since Donald Trump became president. No. Um, and honestly, uh, like it does affect us as Canadians in that, of course, the U.S. has a huge influence on us in many ways, but we do not have to deal with a lot of the crap that a lot of Americans have to deal with right now because of Trump and because of their their election system. Now, I have to say that um, my big issue with the, with the debate, and I honestly, I watched the whole thing. Like, alive, I talked to a lot of people who said they had to turn it off and they got so angry. I didn't feel anger at all. I kind of felt like, yeah, this is what I expected. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I, I don't know whatever, like, what did you guys think was going to happen? This is exactly what Trump was going to do. And I think he thinks he did a good job. 
you well, know, like the, yeah, he does. Like people who support people who support him thinks he did a good job because he wouldn't let get Pence get a word in Biden. edgewise. Biden, yeah, sorry, yeah, Pence, yeah. Biden, whatever. They're all the same. Bunch of old uh, white guys. What do I know? Um, they look the same, dude. They all got white hair. Uh, but yeah, because he wouldn't let Biden get a, a word in edgewise that uh, you know people said he was you know, uncouth and, and inappropriate and didn't respect the thing. Of course he doesn't respect it. He doesn't care about that stuff. He just wants to get his talking points across. And that's exactly what he did. And Trump supporters will support him no matter what he does. It seems like there's nothing's too low or off the books or whatever. They're just, they're all in on him. So I don't even know if it matters anyway. But um, I actually, I was listening to the uh, comedian, Jake Johansson has a podcast called Jake This. And he and he since COVID, he's been uh, he was a guy who did like maybe one podcast a summer kind of thing. But since COVID, he's been doing like three a week because there's nothing to do. And he had a really good point, And I sort of felt the same way. He said at the beginning when he started watching, he felt bad for Joe Biden. He's like, oh, man, look at this. It's like Joe Biden. He's like an older guy. And this asshole is like, <laughs> is like interrupting him every two seconds. And then he said by the end of the of the debate, he was kind of like, wow, Joe Biden's like some kind of Zen master to be able to stand there <laughs> like that, listening to this guy's abuse for that amount of time and not just lose his shit on him. He kind of lost his shit a little bit. A, li- a touch, of, but not much. He, he called him a clown. But okay. So okay. So <laughs> let me get to let me get to the second thing that drives me freaking crazy. See and CN so CNN cuts to their panel of undecided voters. Oh, and, right. and and they and boy are they undecided and are they ever uninformed as well. They're uninformed and undecided. <laughs> hey, let's take this to some people who don't know anything. Go. And so they take it to those folks and uh, they're like, I didn't like it when Joe Biden called him a clown. That was really low. And it's like, oh, guys, you're falling into the same trap again. The same trap again, where it's like you don't expect anything of Trump. So when he's an asshole, everyone's like, yeah, that's what he does. And if Biden just ever so slightly goes in that direction, the people are like, oh, oh, conduct unbefitting. Like they, they, they judge the two candidates with complete different with a different rubric and if we if we did that in our classes we'd be fired if we had different rubrics yeah you can't do no, that no no yeah. no so so to me that was like the that was like the last straw but i but i felt sick after i watched it how do you feel <laughs> well i i felt i felt i mean didn't feel good i just felt like yeah this is exactly what we're in for like again i was not surprised by it um and i also talking about like them falling into the same trap again. I do believe that is happening because after it was over, first of all, I mean, one of the frustrations that I have is that uh, the American media in a lot of ways will try to, um, I don't want to say go easy on Trump, but they don't play it up as, as bad as he is because they're trying to look impartial right a lot of media will do that where they'll just say things they still call him the president they still treat that office with respect for the most part oh the president is doing this and they still say like they speak to speak out of him as if he was a respectable president which i don't think he is in my opinion uh but um not only that but that but then they cut and the, the thing ends and you go to jake tapper saying that was a garbage dump fire and a dumpster fire and blah 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 you got another person saying it was a shit show like these guys are not even trying to hide their bias they are fully on like they hate trump and they want and they want the viewers to know that they hate trump and that was like the whole conversation after that and i don't think that 
Biden is completely innocent. He did a lot of interrupting. I think it was a lot of defensiveness because Trump was doing it. He was doing it as well. But I mean, they, both of them kind of contributed to the chaos of it. Well, I, well, I, I don't. I think the degree to which Biden contributed was marginal. I do. I think. I, yeah, okay. I think. Um, from the word go, like at the first five minutes, I was like, "What is tr- like?" That's when Trump was really like, like off his meds or something. Like where, where, where it was just, <laughs> but it was, it was very irritating from the word go. And we, I kind of went, "Well, I guess this is what we're in for," and just kind of sat there and watched it. But part of it was like, I think if I was up there. I like I'm surprised that Biden just didn't like lay one on him in the face kind of thing. Like like it was just so gross and low. And uh, I don't know, like like if that is that what the president has become, it's that like that's and but you still get all the dignity and respect in the world because your title's president like there at some point that's got to give oh i know and it's surprising that it hasn't already and i know well maybe it is like like i said those guys are like not even trying to hide their their bias and then i was flipping around looking for some other perspectives on it and every single channel i came across had the exact same opinion of of the debate it was a gong show it was horrible trump was awful um i go to stephen colbert i mean colbert did a live show afterwards which was awesome and he was very funny but again, just like whole man is Trump and out, like all about Trump being an asshole. So I, I can't. As somebody who's actually actively seeking out a, um, an alternative viewpoint, I want to see if anybody feels the opposite way. I can't easily find that. I went like, oh, I wonder what they're saying over on Fox News. And I typed in Fox. I'm like, I don't even know what channel Fox News is, and I don't get Fox News. It's not in my cable package because it's an extra channel that you have to get. So Fox News is not part of CNN. Is part of my cable package, but Fox no, News. I got- is not. I got Fox thrown in. I well, I hate to but say, why, it, but why why threw... wouldn't that be a part of it? Like, why is Fox News separate? Because they're uh... well, because we're Canadian. Okay, <laughs> that's why it is. Yeah, yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, I think it is. It's that simple. I don't think like I have it in my cable package. I would never for one second not not because I requested it. That's for sure. But I would never for one second go there and have like to me the alternate viewpoint is BBC. I'll go to BBC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go, or, or, so what do they have after that? Oh, it's good. It's it's good. They show it live too. Like they do all the same stuff. Plus, you get like uh, nice British accents with your commentary. <laughs> so that's that's nice. always good. No, that makes things do, better. You do get the uh, you do get a perspective from outside, like. Um, a, a more international perspective, of course. Yeah, because I even found even the CBC coverage was yeah. very much along the same lines as uh, as CNN, like about how how awful Trump is. And I'm just trying to get like a very a varying viewpoint just to see what's out there. Because again, the big problem we were all so surprised last time when Trump won because we all live in these little bubbles on social media and in our real even in our real lives where everybody around us agrees with us. I had not met a single. Well, we had one student when Trump was uh, no, running like the first three. time. Did we have three? Really? Okay. I thought one of them, I'm, I'm pretty sure one of them was joking. Um, I thought one of them was joking, but. <laughs> one was trolling, I yeah. will suggest. And uh, let me think for a second. No, I don't think so. I think, I, I think, and of course you can guess what their gender was. And, and you can probably guess more than that. But yeah, uh, really, I didn't know anybody. And I didn't really believe those guys. I, I said the guys, whatever. I didn't well, believe who else them would they be? Uh, when they said they supported Trump. Uh, well, I, yeah, but but um, yeah, I didn't really know anybody who supported Trump, and and since then, I still have not seen that. That problem has not gone away, and I think that a lot of Americans are 
you know, again, thinking that, oh, he's not going to, there's no way he's going to win again, but there is still a danger there oh, yeah. that he could win, right? If, if they, everyone's complacent again. So it's interesting to me what the media, how the media portrays this. It's also interesting to me that I see a lot more so than ever. I see a lot of my like social media um, influencers and people that I follow on YouTube and other platforms urging their followers to vote. That's the biggest call to action right now. Go and vote. And they're not saying one way or the other. They're not saying to vote Democratic. They're just telling people to go vote, knowing that their audience probably leans left, right? So they're hoping oh, yeah. that this their audience is not going to re- vote for well, Trump. Hey, as we know, uh, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Uh, if if and if that's not enough to win the election, that means you got to get more people out in greater numbers for that to happen. And I do think, like I think, probably if you did a real vote, a real American citizen vote. One person, one vote, and everybody took the opportunity to do it. I don't think that, uh, I think Trump would get the popularity we know he has, which is a 40% or something, or less, maybe a little less. These days, it's a little less than that. I think I think it's 35 to 40%. And so that's the issue. The issue is not, and the, elector, the electoral college, that, that's the issue. The, the weighting of the election and... Um, and the fact that you can win the popular vote and still or lose the popular vote and still win the presidency. So I think um, I like that that's part of it. But the other part of it is the old media tropes that I like. Sometimes I'm watching and I just think we learn the media learn nothing from last time. You know, like they're still showing um, like they still have. Oh, they're both bad. They're both bad. And that's right. And that gives and that gives every undecided vote voter the ability to go well if they're both bad it doesn't matter who i vote for and it's like no i think it i think it does matter i do i think one one of them is worse yeah, that's the oh, way they should be putting it right that's well to this day if i tweet something like that and i go remember when everybody was saying they're both bad well what do you think now what do you think now if you thought they were both bad then and i still get People going, well, you know, Hillary Clinton's fiscal policy. And you're just like, shut up. Like, at this point, there is no way that you can say that anything she would have done would have been worse than what this guy has done. It's impossible. Like, on any object, by any objective measure. You can't say that. Like no, you're you're really right, absolutely, and and so you're right. And they, they say, well, Sleepy Joe, and they say, you know, they point out the flaws in Joe Biden's character and that kind of stuff. And yeah, I, I agree that he wasn't the best choice to uh, to be the the nominee nominee. I was I was pulling for Bernie. I really was, but this is it is what it is. They have to they have to deal with this, and they have to all get behind him. And I think he picked a good running mate. I think Kamala Harris was a good choice for the running mate. Shows some diversity. Shows that he he cares about that. And who knows? She could actually be president at the, before the four years if he wins. And then he has some health problems, which he might because he's up there. Um, she could become president. For well, all we here's know. the other thing. Uh, uh, okay, so the the other scenario is that COVID. Let's just say debilitates. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, and then okay. that's the other factor. This morning, we learned today that that Trump has COVID, Melania has COVID, everyone else. And I, I noticed at the debate that um, they pointed this out that Trump's half, like the Republican side, was all they wore masks as they came in, but then they all took off their masks once once they got inside. But the Democratic side, everyone kept their masks on pretty much. So that's kind of the difference in attitude around the whole masking thing. Well, he made fun of Joe Biden and said, "You have the biggest masks I've ever seen." What's the like, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, and putting him down for um, broadcasting from his house and all of that stuff. And yeah. then so. 
a day later you've got covid well are you gonna say sorry are you gonna apologize like of course not no no of course not yeah yeah so so uh but if he like how does an election go if say the presidential candidate became debilitated not dead debilitated on a respirator now what um now who are we voting for uh, what happens if a presidential candidate one month from the election dies? It's never happened before. Now what? Like there, like there's there's a bunch of sort of questions hanging in the air. Not that I'm suggest- suggesting he's going to die or become debilitated, but um, but should it happen? I mean, certainly this has been a year where everything's happened that could happen. So like let's 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 imagine let's pile on and say like what what else could happen. <laughs> I think things are at the point where there's people today who are saying they think he's faking that he has COVID. Yes. I don't know. Like, can we get a third party to to uh, check to see? I well, I mean, what's their source on the on the on the like who gave him the test it's, and who reported on the test? It's the track record of his lying over time. Because remember, don't forget, we also had that doctor who said he's going to live to be two hundred. Oh he's yeah. Stri- like like. That's the problem. The problem is that his doctors have not been reputable. 239 pounds. Yeah. One pound short of being uh, obese. No. <laughs> right? to, today, today, CNN gleefully reported he's 244. And they kept, and they, and they kept saying uh, he's clinically obese. They kept saying he's clinically obese. Like, I'm not. Hey, it's not my opinion. It's the clinical opinion. Like, they kept. That's right. They kept throwing that out there. So, I mean. If, if the worst case scenario happens, we could be in for a real treat here. And the other thing, though, the one thing that I was thinking today that you can't fake or not. Let's say, OK, you could imagine it's fake. You could imagine he really has it. One thing that Trump always does is whatever, however things go his way, he will use it however he can to give himself an advantage. And so all, what I kept thinking today was, OK, let's say he has a mild case of COVID. Is that enough to try to delay the election? I don't think you can delay the election. He can try to though. How how can he? I I don't think that's a possibility. I think um, now I don't know. Now I'm sure people are talking about these possibilities. On I haven't watched a ton of news today. I've been in class, but um, I think that um, you know if he becomes debilitated, then Pence takes over, right? Pence takes over as president, yeah. and therefore as the candidate for president if elected. I don't think and then so. If, you don't think so? No, I think. Well, yes, that's true. If he he be, then Pence becomes the president, but then I think it's up to the Republican National Committee to put forward a candidate to replace the last one. I don't think, and it could be Mike Pence or it could be someone else. I think, I think that's how it goes. They don't change the date of the election. No, no, no. They have to keep the, the election date is the same no matter what. So then they have like a week or two weeks to to promote this this new it's got to be if they're going to do that it's got to be pence they don't have time to introduce a new person to us right or to the american people rather well no you <laughs> so would think us, we don't you care. would think not but um i i think it's my understanding that that's how it goes that that that, that okay. they could should they if they didn't want to put forward pence as the candidate they would not have to the, the candidate they could actually float someone new on the ticket and I think that's in case of death or debilitation. I think it's either one, I think. Okay. But now I could be wrong. Uh, my understanding of it might be from some other discussion of some other election. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, but I think that's, 
Drum just now. Now people are saying that they, he faked it so he can get out of other debates. That's that's what they're saying. I don't know that. I don't. Again, I don't think he wants to get out of, out of the debates. I think he thought he did a good job in that debate. I think he wants to keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, they also said they were going to revise the rules of the of the debate to to not allow him to interrupt as much. I mean, all they have to do is cut his mic. You know, that's kind of like. I mean, I know that's not going to help. Um, Biden because he's still going to be able to hear him right next to him, but at least the people at home won't be able to hear him, right? So I, don't I think know. Trump would just walk over to Biden's mic and talk into that one. I I, I don't think and cough it cough on uh, him. Yeah, while he's I don't at think it. there's anything. <laughs> and and so I mean I think we're in for we knew that this election was we we're going to be in for a rocky ride, but I think we might be in for an even rockier ride than what we thought. And as we as I checked my Washington Post app. Their breaking news right now is the Justice Department is warning that there's going to be there could there's a chance of election uh, uh, mayhem, for lack of a mm-hmm. better word. Hang on, let me just see if I can find it again. Oh, it turns out. Well, here's something new: the Supreme Court nominee tested positive for COVID this summer and has since recovered. Did we know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. Um, I'm just looking here. Well, there was a warning. It looks like it's not. I can't find it in the front of the app. That's, that's, that's frustrating to me when it comes to those apps. Like, they'll yeah. put something up there, and then it's gone, and then you can't find where it was because it was in like, this. Yeah. Break- like, I often will get breaking news um, tweets from the New York Times. Not tweets, sorry, notifications from the New York Times. And then when I go to click on it, it oh. just takes me to the New York Times website. Yeah. And that's it. I don't know where I'm supposed to be looking for this article that I wanted to see. Right. Or or there's no other information other than the headline. Oftentimes that's all it is. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died. That's the only information they have. That's all they say. And then I'm like, oh, what's happened? And then I click through and there's nothing because nobody else has any information. So I hate that. Yeah, I I hate that, too. Drives me crazy. But I think we're in for uh, I think we're in for lots of breaking news alerts in the next. (laughs) Yes. In the next month. I mean, oh, God, like. Hey, at least we can enjoy the Mandalorian, the first episode of the Mandalorian <laughs> before the election. That's actually what I've what it's come to for yeah. me. I'm like, what can I look forward to? Ah, oh, the Mandalorian. We've, and we've also got Borat too, right? We've got the second yeah. Borat oh. movie we can watch as well in a couple of weeks. So delightful. <laughs> it'll be it'll be a good month for uh for uh watching some nice streaming services. And actually my son Jack is excited about the Mandalorian season two as well. He texted me yesterday and, and said, It's on the thirtieth. I'm like, Yeah, I know. I'm a Star Wars nerd. Come on. Reserve some for the foundlings. As it should always be. The foundlings are the future. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. Let's get into some recommendations for the week. All right. I got an easy one this week. Because of the Emmys, there's a couple shows that popped up uh, during the Emmys. I was like, that looks interesting. What's that? On uh, some of our favorite streaming services. And the one that I can't recommend enough is Amazon Prime, uh, The Great, about Catherine the Great, ah. uh, starring, um, is it Elle or Ellie? I've been saying Ellie, but I might be wrong. Ellie Fanning? Or is it Elle Fanning? Elle, Elle Fanning. Okay, I've been calling her Ellie for two weeks, so so I'm stupid. <laughs> Nobody's corrected you. Nobody. No, I know. But then again, I'm mostly talking to myself. Okay. So. <laughs> and... Uh, the and uh, Nicholas Holt, who's uh, who uh, was uh, one of the the um, what are they called again in Mad Max? Oh, the, he, the War Boys. What? Yeah, it's, that's it. Yeah, he's that's, good. That's he was problem. also uh, he's also Beast in the newer uh, X Men movies. Yes, and he's uh, he's all kinds of stuff. He's, he's the a, boy in About a Boy. Yes, he's done a lot. Uh, he was a, he was the zombie in Warm Bodies. Remember that oh, one? Right. Yeah. So there's yeah, yeah he's yeah, done yeah. quite a bit. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good actor. Okay. So this show is hilarious. 
it is an expensive show. When you watch it, you're like, wow, that episode cost a billion dollars. <laughs> like, and uh, it is uh, like from the from the get go. I, I watched some other show on Netflix that was nominated for an Emmy called Self Made because it's a it's a show about advertising, and I was like. 10 minutes into it just going, does this get better? Mm-hmm. And I looked it up online and people were like, what a piece of garbage. And I was like, okay, I'm not watching that. And so I started watching this and just like, wow, from the, from the word go, I love the show. It's uh, it's like, um, it loosely follows the story of Catherine the great, except it's hilarious. And it, <laughs> it, it, it and, and it veers, it veers in some important ways from the story of Catherine the great, but it's mostly, it's kind of a, an odd blend of drama and comedy, but it's more comedy, I would say. The acting is fantastic. The sets are fantastic. I was just like with it all all the way through. And the fa- final episode just makes me go like, please let there be a season two. Please. Mm. So, And it was nominated for Emmys. It didn't win any. But wow, what a great! Well, I mean, enough. That's probably enough buzz to keep them going for for another season. Where's the originating yeah. uh, uh, network? Is it network Netflix? Uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, Prime. Okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. They'll keep it going for a second season. I think. I think that seems like oh. the Amazon Prime thing to do. I it sure does. So yeah, so that's my recommendation. The Great on Amazon Prime. Okay, I don't really have a recommendation per se. I just want to talk about a great evening that I had on Wednesday night watching YouTube, and it felt very much like a must see TV. Remember must see TV, right? The or or what was of the course. other one? Uh, TGI Fridays on uh, on uh, ABC, I think it was. I don't remember, but yeah. they used to like networks used to promote an entire evening of TV programming, right? You would sit there and two hours, you'd be there, or maybe even three hours in some cases, stuck to the one channel watching all the great shows. And of course, you know, Musty TV was like Seinfeld and Friends and all these other great TV shows they put on that one, the most popular block. And but I I did that on Wednesday night, but it was with YouTube videos. And I think that this has become apparently Wednesdays are a big day for YouTube. I don't know if you realize that, but they I guess studies have shown that more people watch YouTube on Wednesdays than other days or whatever. So a lot of big shows will release on Wednesdays. Um, and it started off with an episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd, which is a channel I believe I've talked about it before, but uh, it's this character that has been around forever since before YouTube. This guy was doing these videos. It's this character that basically reviews really crappy video games. And uh, but as of late, it's been a little bit different because of COVID, because they're they haven't had the same resources. They haven't been able to shoot in the same way. So the last few episodes of Angry Video Game Nerd have been kind of lackluster, not as much production put into them as usual. Well, this one and, and also he's actually, you know, he started out as kind of a retro gaming thing, but uh, he's gradually moved into newer and newer games because video games evolve. Right. But he went back to the classics. He reviewed Echo the Dolphin. Um, have you ever played Echo the Dolphin? No. Okay. <laughs> I vaguely remember it. I, I I, mean, the review is hilarious. And the way he talks about this game, it, he says it's horrible. And I, after I've seen the review, I believe it. But I don't remember it being bad. I remember it was a big deal. And that Sega really did push it a lot when they were advertising it because of the graphics and everything. So that was my first show. Then it followed that up with... Uh, the Nostalgia Critic, a very similar premise except with movies. And these are like half-hour episodes. They're like half-hour TV episodes. So watch the uh, um, the Angry Video Game Nerd, then the Nostalgia Critic. The Nostalgia Critic is reviewing X-Men Apocalypse, which is the uh, the latest and, f- I think, final movie in that X-Men franchise. Oh, no, it wasn't the final one. Sorry, there was another one after that, right? There was the Phoenix one. But Apocalypse was the really bad one. That was the one with Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. So he reviews that. And again, hilarious. So funny. Just a really well put together episode of 
of YouTube. And then after that, it was, uh, what else was the other one? I can't remember. Oh, uh, um, uh, Dope or Nope, which is a ostensibly an unboxing channel. Um, they did, that's what they do. They unbox products. But the, this time, they actually took their cameras out, and they went to Target, and they went shopping at Target to find these different products. And it's kind of a, kind of a vlogging-style channel that I really like. And I just was like, at the end of it, I'm like, I think I, there's another thing, too, that I'm forgetting. But I'm like, YouTube has really come a long way in its, in its content in that it really does feel like a night of TV. You can sit there and watch it on my TV. I'm watching it on my TV through my Xbox, and it really just feels just like watching, you know, anything else these days it really is a great thing i think yeah I'm, I'm probably watching more youtube than i have in my life because of the uh apple tv app so it's the same kind of thing i check it i check it daily because the stuff that i get pushed to me is usually like bands that put out new videos and stuff mm -hmm. sometimes it's my warning system for for an artist releasing new music mm -hmm. and stuff so uh yeah it's the same for me i actually i'm i'm of course keeping a list for our or uh, at the end of the year, we always do our best of the year. And I I actually have a much longer list for internet stuff and YouTube this year than I probably have ever had. So Yeah, it's really good. I did see you talk. You tweeted something about the advertising on YouTube. What was that all about? I can't remember what you oh said. Oh, my God. they're they're sta I said they're stacking ads like they're landing planes at O'Hare Airport. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because, like, they're, it's, it's getting... I think we've reached max, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so as well. Like, it's every couple of minutes, and yeah. there's multiple ads within it. So it yes. is, like, it's becoming even more than television ads at this point, yeah. right? And I think that that's kind of the breaking point. People will not put up with worse than TV ads. Although, I mean, oh. there's always the skipping option, but I think um, more and more work is putting into making creatively interesting six-second ads than ever yeah. before. Like, the six-second ad is the is the way to do things now for, for YouTube. So there's not a lot of, I'm able to skip a lot of the time. Most of them are just six seconds and then you're on to the next thing. Well, on Apple TV, they stack them. So one can be skipped and one cannot be skipped. Yeah. But they're such bastards that they, that basically the skip tells them that you were there to watch the first ad. They, they probably use that in their, um, in their media kits for like, Hey, don't worry. You've got this thing that shows like, that proves that they're there yeah like skipping and then getting the unskippable ad the other thing that i've noticed is in 10 minute videos probably around the seven minute mark they drop another one in at the it's just it's like what and it's not placed at a place that it should appear it's placed yeah. like randomly some some channels do actually make the effort to place the ads in a in a natural break in yeah. the video um a nostalgia critic is one of those and a nostalgia critic actually takes a break in the middle of his video not only for a youtube ad but also for his own in-house ad he'll usually done do one for HelloFresh or stamps.com and by the way nostalgia critic has some of the most hilariously creative ads for those products that I've ever seen hmm. in any like and you, these are products we always hear advertised on podcasts and on other YouTube uh, platforms but he always has something funny and interesting to to say about these things it really is a very I, I like sitting I'll watch all the way through he's the reason I ordered HelloFresh for the first time I, wow. I'll say I'm like you know what I have to reward that with a with a redeemed code <laughs> wow I, I mean it's good it's hilarious i really I actually watch his ads when i go through them cool. but yeah the other thing actually you just reminded me before we go i do want to mention that um i am finally gonna have to sign up for apple tv plus uh oh. i've made the decision and do you know what got there got it for me oh i gotta oh oh um let me think for a second i saw something oh it's on the tip of my tongue you know what it is i do know what it is i just can't remember go ahead say it long way up Long oh, way up. I was, 
I don't what, know what is. That's uh, Ewan McGregor doing his motorcycle oh, yeah. thing. Is yes. that what you're thinking of? I, I forgot that it was called that. That's yeah. why I was like, is that what it is? Yeah, no. Long I, way up. Well, I saw that. I saw that, and I saw one other thing. Sci-fi fantasy something something. Do you know what I'm talking? Well, about? that kind of stuff I can. I got tons of that. Like that okay. kind of thing I can get anywhere, so I'm not so worried. But long. Okay, so Ewan McGregor and his friend uh, Charlie so and so. I don't remember his friend's last name. Um, yeah. But they did after um, he finished on the prequel films. Uh, he took that paycheck and and did a round the world trip with his friend called Long Way Round, and they they taped it. It was a series on on British television. I remember watching it when my kids were babies. I would actually get up in the middle of the night with Jack as a baby and like feed him a bottle while I watched that series. It was great. And uh, and then he almost got killed. Remember he almost got killed outside of Calgary or something like that? They went all yeah. the way around the world. They're coming through Canada and he almost gets clocked by a truck going down the Trans-Canada Highway. Um, Church- and they went to Churchill. Yes, that's right. They did go to Churchill. And it was a great, it's a great travel series. It was incredible yeah. what they did. Going through Russia was hell. And then they did it again. They called it Long Way Down. And they went from England down all the way down through Africa to the Horn of Africa. Mm-hmm. And so that was the last one. That was still a number. That was like more than 10 years ago that they did that. And so now they're doing one through um, South America. So they're going, it's called Long Way Up. And they're starting at the southern tip of South America. And they're going up north from there. So again, I love these series. And it is an Apple TV Plus exclusive. Where I have to sign up for Apple TV Plus in order to watch it. So I'll give that a try. And I'll let you know how it is. Uh, I watched my very first Apple TV Plus movie. There's a documentary called Boys State. And it's about the group of uh, young men who every year go to Washington, D.C., to uh, form their own governments. It's that. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's a it's a documentary about that. It's it's uh it's a very good documentary, kind of showing. And I think they um there's one for girls too, but they just didn't make a movie out of that one. But uh, they could, but they probably will next. They'll probably make Girl State will be the next movie. But in it, they form uh they form model governments, and then somebody wins as the as the president as voted on by all the boys that go to this thing. And of course they're all political nerds. So it's kind of fun. And, uh, and it sort of makes you, it was like a nice anecdote, uh, antidote, pardon me, um, for, for being sick of politics. It's, uh, it's, it's sort of showing young, fresh faced kids kind of engaging in the process for the first time. And, uh, before all their hopes and dreams have been dashed by reality. (laughs) So, uh, but 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 I was gonna I'll say if you out. do when you get it watch that movie and yeah. I think I I believe it's a shoe in for uh, the Oscars uh, okay. coming up I think it's a yeah. shoe in for best documentary yeah Apple TV Plus it was a little slow to start it didn't have anything that grabbed me no. but maybe I'll maybe I'll stick with it after I watch uh, those two things and we'll see how how it goes from there one more question yeah. Are you going to watch The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston? It's not high on my list. I'll tell you that. I don't really, I don't know. I mean, I, as somebody who works in news, I should probably want to watch it. But it's also as somebody who watched the newsroom, oh. I kind of don't want to watch it. Right? Like, it's, oh. I don't know. I hear, I mean, I've heard good things, but yeah. who knows? I mean, what I'll do is I'll do the, I think they have the free trial, right? They still do the free, free trial for Apple TV Plus. I'll sign up for it and then see what I can get in that free month or whatever they give you. Yeah, they do. They give you a good. And by the way, if you get a new iPhone, you get it free for a year. Well, I'm not due for that for another year, so. I have yeah, to me too. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's when I'll get Apple TV Plus. <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of the Media Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the door hit you on the ass. Don't let the door hit you on the ass.